What is going on, Cheat Code Sports Fantasy Football Podcast listeners? You just got Kev tonight. Um, Steve is actually on. He's It's his anniversary with his wife, so uh, gave him the night off. Of course, he's out celebrating, and, you know, best wishes to Steve and Deb. Um, congratulations on your anniversary um, and, you know, many years ahead for you guys. Uh, but we are going to talk about some buy, sell, uh, buy low, sell high guys today. Um, we're getting close to the trade deadlines in most leagues. Um, I actually think it's this week in a lot of leagues. It's usually week 10, I'm pretty sure, um, you know, depending on how your commissioner plays things out. But um, so I'm going to throw a lot of guys out there and then we're going to actually we're definitely going to get into a lot of trade candidates that you don't really have to give a lot for, but they are very crucial, could be very crucial to your team. So we're definitely going to going to talk about some of those guys um uh, yeah so that's pretty much it so uh first we are going to start at quarterback um there's not too many buy lows right now outside of lamar jackson um lamar jackson to me is the ultimate buy low uh his schedule gets a little bit easier going forward so you know and with that being the case you know i think that you know Oh, you could see Lamar finish the season a lot stronger than it's gone so far. Um, I would, I expect that Baltimore is going to revert a little bit more back to what they were doing, um, you know, kind of last year. I don't think they can just sit there and say, all right, we're going to try and turn Lamar into a pe- pocket passer uh, the way he has been because it's not working. You know, it's, it's clearly, um, you know, not getting him – the results and it's not getting the team, the results that they had last year. And, you know, sometimes like, you know, I saw, I was watching get up yesterday. Um, you know, I'm quarantined because of this COVID and I'm watching get up and Rex Ryan's talking about Colin Kaepernick days back when he was with Greg Roman and how, you know, they were, you know, that was when cap was at his best and, and, you know, took the team to the Super Bowl And then they started to change them, turn them into a pocket passer. And, you know, cap was not very good after that. He was very below average. And, you know, you could see a very similar thing if Lamar Jackson out of Lamar Jackson, if you don't see some development and, you know, to me, if you have a horse like that, you should definitely cater your offense to him. So I do think that as the season progresses, you're going to see Lamar start to get into more of uh, what they did last year, running the ball a little bit. Uh, a little bit more than what he has. Um, now, as far as running backs are concerned, um, Aaron Jones coming off two weeks of an injury and then last week, you know, definitely didn't have the biggest game out there. Um, to me, he's one that, you you know, right now you might be able to buy low if his owner's frustrated. Uh, he's been so good, so you're definitely going to still have to give up, you know, quality to get him. But, uh, you know, to me... Um, you know, Aaron Jones coming off that, coming off a a very subpar week where Aaron Rodgers just blew up. Um, you know, Aaron Jones could be a guy that his owner may want to get real, may want to, you know, see what he can get, especially, you know, with a playoff push coming, if he's, you know, borderline and maybe he needs, you know, uh, an additional running back and receiver and, you know, these are these are the times where, like, if you're on the cusp of the playoffs, you know, as a you might be better off getting rid of an Aaron Jones to get, say, you know, Joe Mixon and Tyler Lockett, 
You know, that's that's a very possible deal in my mind with the way Lockett's been on and off and with the way Mixon's been hurt. Um, and if you can get two guys that can start for your team, for Aaron Jones, who, you know, obviously has been great, but, you know, he hasn't been there for the last – he really hasn't been productive for the last three weeks with the, with the uh, injury and then last week, you know, kind of sharing time and Aaron Jones – Aaron Rodgers going off. Um, next up, Nick Chubb. Um, I don't think any Nick Chubb owner, I, I don't think any Nick Chubb owner is going to trade Chubb if he, if they waited this long, like his schedule towards the end of the year is so good that I just don't see if you, if you waited for Chubb, I don't see how you're getting rid of him. And if you, to me, like people should have traded him already. You know, if you, if you were a team that was in, you know, possible dis potentially losing, uh, you know, in, in a losing situation and you have Chubb, you know, I mean, I, I have a team that's seven and one. I've been trying to get Chubb all year from one of the, the guy, a guy who's basically, you know, last place in his division and he's not giving them up to me. And it's like, dude, you're now two and seven. I'm eight and one. I was just trying to get Chubb to, you know, help myself out going forward, but you're just trying to hold on to him for, absolutely zero reason like you you held this guy and you could have gotten you know a little bit of of little bit of uh you know a little bit of help to possibly keep you in a playoff push you know um because every league's different you know some leagues some leagues may give you money for you know third and fourth place so if you get to the playoffs you win one game now you want some now you may want your money back you know it's just it's something like that. Like everybody's always thinking about winning it a hundred, winning it, you know, outright. And it, you know, as much as we all want to win it outright all the time, it, if you put out 150 bucks for a league, 250 bucks for a league, and you're able to go in and get your money back, um, by finishing in fourth place, I would much rather try to do that. Cause I mean, you got to think about it. Like Nick Chubb gets hurt. Your season's probably over. So if that's the case, if Nick Chubb is out for four weeks and you're already a very, you know, you're you're a middle of the pack team and Nick Chubb's out, you're likely going to lose going forward for a few weeks because your second round, first or second round pick is now hurt. So, you know, it's like Saquon. You, you have Saquon, you're unlikely, you know, unless you're a great fantasy owner, uh, maybe you picked up James Robinson or Miles Gaskin to be able to help you, but... You know, ultimately, like, you know, you're in trouble if you lose your first round pick. And yeah, so so I doubt Chubb is a guy who can honestly get traded going back to where we were. But if you if he if his owner is ready to deal him and, you know, could you could get him right now, I, I would go all in because his schedule's so nice. Um, David Montgomery is on here. Um, not the biggest Montgomery because he's just has not been like David Montgomery is like the ultimate 25 running back when everybody's healthy. Like, I mean, he's just not, he's not somebody that to me is, is that enticing. He never gives you any kind it's he's Jordan Howard. He literally is Jordan Howard. He's, he's, you know, a guy that get, that can get you, you know, if he gets in a, the end zone, it's a it's a, very, a solid game. And if he doesn't, he might get you, you know, eight fantasy points. But, you know, ultimately, you know, if you need a running back, you know, right now you can probably get Montgomery really cheap because he's coming off a concussion. He may not play this week and then he's got his bye week. So 
if they rule Montgomery out, he's definitely a guy that, you know, if you're looking for a running back, you can go get uh, to try and help you with the playoff push because he may be out for two weeks, but when he comes back, you know he's the starting running back for the Chicago Bears, and he's going to touch the ball double-digit times. Um, all right, so Jonathan Taylor. This one, he, all right, so Jonathan Taylor is another running back similar to Chubb where he's got um, very good matchups for the, fin- for the you know, finishing out the year. My problem with Taylor is I just don't know if he's going to be the guy. Um, I mean, think about it. Like J- Jordan Wilkins has now out-touched him in the last two games. Um, Taylor looked good this week until he fumbled and then basically just wasn't given the ball as much anymore. And – you know, to me, like you wait, you spend a second round pick on a guy, they're obviously going to ride him. But one of the things with him coming out was his his fumbling issues. And, you know, for him to turn around and fumble the ball, literally, you know, second drive, like that's not a good thing. And, you know, I think he scored a touchdown on the first drive and fumbled on the second drive or third drive. So, you know, to me, Taylor, yeah, he's a buy right now, and you could probably get him for very low because his owners have been seeing his points, and they are not very good. His point totals are, are very, very minuscule the last few few weeks. Uh, trust me, I'm a Jonathan Taylor owner. I know. Uh, so yeah, if you're if you're selling, you know, if you're trying to get a running back that has a he has a great deal of upside. You know, if by chance they, you know, Wilkins gets hurt or they do turn this job over to him uh, and just say, you know, this is our second round pick. We got to give it to him. Like he has great matchups. This is a great offensive line. Um, you know, he has a ton of upside. It's all about whether he's able to capture it or not, but he's definitely, you know, right now you can get him for very cheap because his owners are probably fed up. All right, so that pretty much ends the running back situation uh, outside of a few other names. And and um, these names right here, uh, Le'Veon Bell, Latavius Murray, Jamal Williams, um, Alexander Madison, uh, you know, who are some of the other guys? Um, you know, Mike Davis, right? Uh, Mike Davis might be hard to get right now. Chase Edmonds might be hard to get right now because both of those guys are currently starting. Uh, due to injuries to McCaffrey and Drake. But basically what I'm saying right now is you're coming up on the end of your trade deadline. This, These are the times where you have to do what you can to get your, your handcuff, your team's, your, your, you know, your, your star player's handcuff. You know, if you're Dalvin Cook, do what you can to get Madison. You know, it may not cost you a lot. You know, Madison ain't getting work. You know, nobody's starting Madison. If somebody's trying to hold on to Madison, they're they're literally holding on for zero reason at all. Um, same thing with Latavius Murray. Murray's actually a good one because, you know, some people may actually like to start Murray. And, you know, to me, like Murray's so worth having because if he if Kamara gets hurt, Latavius Murray skyrockets in in his ranks, in his ratings. And that just is like a league winning, a league winning pickup. If you have Alvin Kamara, you should also, you should really be trying to trade for Latavius Murray right now, because you gotta, you know, you gotta fill out your roster with guys that could ultimately help you win. You know, I'm looking at a league where I have, have Alvin Kamara. My running back situation in that league is very rough, very rough. I have Montgomery. I have 
uh, Josh Kelly. I have Michael P. Ryan and Malcolm Brown. And I'm literally ready to offer Michael P. Ryan for Latavius Murray because P. Ryan is basically to see more work he's just you know obviously frank gore just doesn't go away in adam gase offense but you know p ryan is right up there with what murray's doing um and has a little bit more upside if if he gets the job whereas you know murray obviously needs Kamara to get hurt um you know malcolm brown i could offer malcolm brown you know he's definitely another startable option for murray so those are just some things, you know, and, and you know, like I said, let's uh, Le'Veon Bell obviously is the handcuffer for CEH. Um, Jamal Williams, obviously the handcuff for Aaron Jones. Uh, trying to think of some others off the off the top. Like it's going to be hard to get Chubb or to get Kareem Hunt or Chubb, you know, if you have the other, you know, it's it's those two were actually like good plays you know kareem hunt was actually kareem hunt was actually an rb2 and chubb was an rb1 when they were both healthy so uh i think that's difficult to to that's going to be a difficult situation to work out um but you know if you have Mixon, maybe you go get giovanni bernard uh you know he he was very he's always been successful when Mixon's going out Mixon always misses a couple games usually he's durable though and you know, I would say Mixon's good for 14 games a year, and he's missed his two. And I something tells me he'll be back. It's over. He's missed three weeks in a row. Uh, the three weeks to uh, heal that foot up. So if he's not back this week, there's obviously something wrong with Joe Mixon. Um, you know, to me, if you have, you know, if you have the 49ers guys, obviously what we saw last week, like if you have Mostert, you need to get McKinnon. You know, because McKinnon is obviously the you know, the, 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 the backup there for him, you know, I mean, you saw last week, you know, McKinnon, everybody came into the game thinking Jamichael hasty was going to be the guy. And, you know, they, they went much heavier with McKinnon. So, um, just names I'm throwing out there to try and scoop up, uh, just to keep your team, you know, in it, it just it, in the instance that your star player goes down, you know, if you get, if you have Kamara, if you have, you know, Aaron Jones, if you have Dalvin Cook, you know, you need to get those handcuffs right now. This is the perfect time. I, I, you, I'm not, a, I'm not a hundred percent for drafting handcuffs. I much rather draft other people's handcuffs because when those other guys get hurt, for instance, Tony Pollard, you know, Tony, if you have Zeke, obviously you want Tony Pollard right now because Zeke's been so bad that Pollard actually, you know, is doing better than him. But, um, you know, for in, like, for instance, you know, going into a draft, if I draft Kamara and, you know, uh, Nick, uh, I'll say Kamara and Joe Mixon as my two running backs, I'm not trying to draft Bernard and Murray. I'm trying to draft Chase Edmonds and Tony Pollard and Alexander Madison, because now when Dalvin Cook goes down, when Zeke Elliott goes down, when Kenyon Drake goes down, I have very good fill-in options there for a flex spot for a possible trade piece you know there's a whole bunch of different things that comes into play now when it comes to the week 9 10 in the year when the trade deadline's coming up now is where i try to look to grab my my handcuffs for my players that's that's ultimately the best way to go about it i mean there's no reason to grab your handcuffs you know, to me at the draft, I, I mean, seriously, like if you're going to draft, if you're drafting cook and you're going to draft Madison, you're drafting a guy you're never going to play. And ultimately like, you know, he's basically wasting a spot on your bench when uh, you could draft Tony Pollard in that situation. And if Zeke gets hurt, you have a stud running back. So, 
you know, to me, that this is the time where you want to go buy your handcuffs. All right, wide receiver. Um, yeah, this this podcast is kind of going off the rails a little bit. I've gone in, in multiple directions, but, hey, it is what it is. Uh, so wide receiver, buy lows right now. Um, Tyler Lockett has come off two weeks right now where he has, you know, kind of been eh. You know, it's it's been a little rough go for two for two weeks for Tyler Lockett um, coming off that that week where he had like the insane you know, 15 catches or 16 catches for buck 96 and three touchdowns. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Tyler Lockett is definitely a buy low right now. Um, at this point, though, he is kind of hit or miss. So you're going to have if you want Lockett on your team, you're going to have to deal with the possible you know, the possible five point games where he gets, you know, two catches for 30 yards or three catches for, you know, 45 yards. And you're like, you know, shit, like this is, this just killed my team, but um, you're going to get those weeks where you blow up and win. And, you know, those, those weeks can come in the playoffs and, you know, if it comes on the playoffs, he can lead you to a championship. Um, I'm going to go with both of the Carolina receivers that, did not do well this weekend or that did okay this weekend. Robbie Anderson had a good week, but um, both of those guys, like everybody's enamored with Curtis Samuel because of how many targets and how much love he got. That just makes me want DJ more, even more DJ, even more, you know, um, because they're not going to continue to use DJ more that way. Like this is going to be like, you know, Curtis Samuel's not going to be, that much targeted every week because what's going to happen is teams are going to start to recognize that they're going to start to take away DJ Moore or start to wait, take away Samuel, which is going to open things up for DJ Moore. When you have this many options on your team, it just opens things up for everybody to be successful. And ultimately, like I don't see another game where DJ Moore is going to get three targets, especially if Teddy Bridgewater is throwing the ball 40 times. So, you know, to me, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, both of those guys, um, you know, worth picking up, uh, worth, you know, going after in trades because, you know, DJ Moore has been pretty good when, you know, this year. Um, and I still think he has, you know, still think he has good, good value to offer. And Robbie Anderson's just been a beast plain, plain and simple. Like, you know, if you can get Robbie Anderson right now, by all means. All right. So who are we trying to sell? All right, so my sell at the uh, there is no sell at quarterback for me. There is no, I mean, right now Kyler Murray would probably be the best sell because, goddamn, what you could get for Kyler Murray right now, I mean, you could break the bank because of what he did the other day, how good he was. Um, that being said, uh, there's there's you know, uh, if I have Kyler Murray, why would I sell him? You know, obviously, maybe if you have Kyler, like there's a very good possibility you have Kyler Murray and you know Aaron Rodgers. Very good possibility. I don't know why you would why you would have those two quarterbacks on your team, but if that's the case, you know, and you know, you know that's the situation you're in, maybe you could trade Murray and ride Rodgers out and you trade Murray and get you know, you get yourself a very good running back or a very good wide receiver. Um, you know, Definitely somebody in the upper echelon of wide receiver twos or running back twos. You know, maybe you could probably you. Yeah, you could definitely get that for Murray right now because he's just been electric. Um, You know, so that would be the only one I really could say is, you know, I mean, you can you can sell 
you know, pretty much anybody when it comes to the quarterback position, but most of them you're going to have to throw into package. D. You're going to have to package them up. You know, Russell Wilson, this isn't the best week to sell him. You know, Rodgers, you could sell him, but, you know, this, if you have Rodgers, he's like your, you know, he was probably like your the 12th quarterback, 11th quarterback taken in your draft. You're probably loaded at the rest of your team, so you really don't want to trade Aaron Rodgers because, you know, you probably use that. You're probably... You know, you probably drafted 10 guys before you took Rodgers. Uh, moving on to the running back position, uh, you know, we have Todd Gurley. Uh, he's, a, he's a sell, man. Like, at this point, like, them touchdowns are going to stop at some point. Like, he can't just fall into the ends. Like, he looks bad. He looks bad until he gets inside the five-yard line. Um, to me, like... If you're relying on that production for the rest of the year, man, you could wind up getting yourself into trouble because if you get into week 13, 14, and now, you know, week 14, Todd Gurley winds up with, you know, 40 yards rushing and one catch for five yards and doesn't get into you have now, you know, rode this dude out and he's, he's killed you. You know, he absolutely killed you when he mattered most. Um, so to me, this would be the time where I would probably try to dish Todd Gurley going into the playoffs because right now, like, I, I mean, I think you could get Joe Mixon for Todd Gurley. I really do. And if that's the case, like, go do that. Joe Mixon is is much better at this point in his career. You know, he's been out, but you go get a running back, second round, you know, back end, first round, second round running back for a guy that was drafted in the middle of the third round. And I would do that. You know, I understand draft position at this point is pretty useless, but you still have to take it into relevance of where of the kind of player that you're getting compared to the kind of player that you'd be that you'd be losing. So um, another guy is Daryl Henderson. Um, yeah, so everybody remembers the Ronald Jones hype. You know, everybody thought Ronald Jones was going to take like just. I mean, he went three straight hundred yard games. You know, on fire, bang, Fournette comes back and Ronald Jones or Ronald Jones is now a, you know, uh, a, a distant memory, you know, of what of what he was doing. Um, you know, Daryl Henderson could very much be the same thing. You know, this is a guy who has been very successful, but he gets banged up all the time. You know, Malcolm Brown is clearly their goal line back and, you know, definitely has a role there. They're going to use start using Cam Akers more. They have to. There's, they spent a, a second round pick on the guy. Like, I doubt you want to just draft your use your second rounder to draft, you know, a guy that you're never going to play. Other than you know, unless you're the the Eagles, obviously. But to me, you know, Daryl Henderson right now could probably get you some some a little bit of love on uh, in a trade. Uh, especially if you were to package them up with, you know, a wide receiver and go get somebody, you know, go get a, a running back that, you know, you know could be a starter. Uh, to me, that's a that could be a good option for you. Uh, and last but not least, wide receivers. Um, there's never really many like sell high receivers because a lot of them are the studs that you don't want to get rid of. Um, so. I mean, it's very, very difficult, but I would say, um, you know, if you have Hollywood Brown, this would, you know, maybe you try to sell him. Um, 
there may be somebody out there that that's that's still thinks because of this, uh, you know, because he's got Lamar Jackson, you know, you get all kinds of fantasy football players and some of them don't pay attention worth a shit. And, you know, you get a guy like this, like Hollywood Brown, who's been, you know, with Lamar Jackson and, you know, in this offense, you know, this, this guy, you might get a guy that has Hollywood Brown. It's like, Oh man, like, you know, I love Hollywood Brown. He's in that, you know, and you might be able to dish him off and get something in return. Man, Hollywood Brown has not been good. That whole offense, Mark Andrews, not been good. Like, you know, there's times right Mark Andrews is literally no longer an every week start anymore. And, you know, that just killed a lot of people. That's one of the worst fantasy picks of the year. He's one of the biggest fantasy busts of the year uh, to me because, you know, I, I view busts and injuries differently. So, like, obviously, you know, Zeke is definitely a bust. Uh, he's probably the biggest bust, um, you know, but one was an injury. I mean, that's not a bust. That's an injury. So, you know, to me, uh, yeah, if you have Hollywood Brown and somebody's willing to give you something for him, I would definitely uh, try to try to get rid of him. Man, he 20 games, 20 games in his last 20 games he's, hasn't topped 57. He's only topped 57 yards four times. Like that's not somebody that you can rely on. And and when you can't rely on him like that, he's not worth somebody having on your roster. You know, you're better off. You're better off trading him for Jamal Williams. If you own Aaron Jones, you're better off trading Hollywood Brown for Latavius Murray. If you own Alvin Kamara, it's that simple, you know, get somebody who you know could be useful for your team. Whereas Hollywood Brown, you're never going to play. You know, you may actually have to play Latavius Murray, if your star running back goes down, I, there's a, a boatload of wide receivers that I'd be playing on an every week basis before I even came near Hollywood Brown. So, um, yeah. And that pretty much wraps it up. Short podcast. Um, you know, we can get into some tight ends. I'm mean, really quick, you know, Dallas Goddard coming off the bye week If week, he did not do well before that. Um, but, He's going to be used in this offense. The, the Eagles offense constantly uses the tight end. And, uh, you know, if you pick him up, he's going to be very useful for you for the rest of the year. Um, another guy that I would say at the tight end position, um, I would tr- I would go get Noah Fan. I know he got hurt and he's been banged up. But, man, when this guy's out there, like, you can just tell. Um, and if there's a guy that's going to get that, you know, is getting tired of Noah Fan you know, seeing him get banged up all the time and just like trying to look for another option. Um, I would probably give him that option. And, and I think Noah fans very good. So there are two options and, you know, sell, you know, if you could sell Mark Andrews for a, a piece of garbage right now, I probably would because he just, he's killing teams. Um, yeah. So that pretty much wraps it up for tonight. Uh, Steve will be back tomorrow. We'll get into some DFS. Uh, so, so next time, peace out guys.